You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Monday. It is September 21st. The year is 2020. I am your host, Will Hunter. Not joined by my co-host, Matt Sheehan, no. Flying solo today, sort of. Matt is off gallivanting with some friends on a, on a golf trip and just decided he couldn't make it tonight. I don't blame him as we're, I sit here and record this Sunday night. Gave him the night off, but that doesn't mean you're not going to hear from him. Segment three of today's show will feature a recording with Matt and his buddies uh, at their golf weekend adventure discussing how they're going to miss tailgating, what they're going to miss about tailgate season not happening at football games this fall. So you can look forward to that. But before that, in segments one and two, I'm going to go over Michigan State's football schedule. And by go over, I'm just going to read it, and that's it. I'm going to take, you know, about 15 minutes to just read the schedule. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I'm going to go game by game, predict win-loss record, and then charge you for it. No? no that's not going to work? Okay, I'm not going to do that. Uh, no, I'm just going to give some general thoughts. Uh, I'm going to, uh, I don't know, lay out the case for a decent season, kind of, I don't know, maybe like ceiling floor type stuff, but just re- go over it. Acknowledge the changes. Uh, it's, I think, a super fair schedule. Actually, more than fair for Michigan State. Uh, and then just give some comments. Uh, make fun of Nebraska, yada, yada, yada. So that's what I'm going to do on today's show. Tomorrow, Matt will be back. And we'll do this again, but different. We'll have much more fun around it. I'll get his thoughts on it. And then we can kind of you know, start getting ready for... Entering preseason mode, which we're definitely looking forward to doing because it has been like 104 episodes since we've uh, had a game. So we're looking forward to talking about something actually real. Oh, it's going to be great. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We do this three days a week for just a couple more weeks, but soon we're going to be moving to five days a week. Yeah, I think uh, this week will be three. Uh, we'll see about next week, move to four maybe for a week in there. And then like, uh, October, what is it? Like the 19th, you know, two full weeks. We'll do a a week of five shows. And then obviously the lead up to the first game against Rutgers, we will do five shows. So like two weeks of five shows before the first game kicks off. Although that second week of five shows will be. You know, there'll be a couple episodes dedicated to previewing Rutgers, previewing the season, this, that, and the other. All right, let's get into it. Okay, so like I said off the top there, pretty good good schedule for Michigan State, uh, all things considered. Uh, The big thing that I was looking for as the Big Ten... Released its schedule at big noon Saturday, which, by the way, (laughs) the way they sort of released that, like, all right, here's week one, 
coming up after the break, right? Like um, almost American Idol style. Like we'll find out the winner of American Idol when we come back. And then they just keep doing that over and over and over again, right? I would think that was the what we just had go on Saturday was probably the saddest version of that. Like the extended tease to reveal more and more content. <laughs> coming up after the break, see who Northwestern's got in week three. <laughs> It's just like, oh my god, it, it, this it's not a it's not a quiz show. It's not a competition. We don't need to just spit the games out and talk about them because, yeah, they didn't have much to talk about clearly because a bunch of games get canceled. It's like two interesting matchups last Saturday. Although credit the college football world, the teams that are playing uh, on paper, there's like two good games that you're looking for. Like, all right, I can see. I'm I'm ready for that. You know, Miami Louisville. That'll be fun. Uh, but Tulane Navy going off, right? Uh, Louisiana Tech, Southern Miss just having a barn burner to the last second. NC State, Wake Forest, 45-42, whatever it was. A lot of great games from an ugly slate. So I really appreciate that, college football. But yeah, nothing exciting to talk about on Big Noon Saturday. So they stretch out the Big Ten schedule release for about 17 hours, which was just wonderful. But main thing I'm uh, looking for as that is uh, coming here, is which of the crossover teams is Michigan State going to lose? And, uh, you know, the way they did this, moving from a 10-game schedule to an 8-game schedule. So originally, 9-game Big Ten schedule, all the way back in the summer before anything was was delayed, right? 9-game Big Ten schedule. All right, they come out in uh, August or end of July, whatever it was. All right. New plan, conference only. Here's a 10-game Big Ten schedule. They add one Big Ten game to every one. So we knew they were going to lose that one, right? That was in Nebraska. We knew Nebraska was going to go away from that because they're backing all the way down to an eight-game season, conference only. And then it's between one of the three other crossover teams. Which one was Michigan State going to lose? They had Northwestern, Iowa, and Minnesota. Minnesota at home, Northwestern at home, Iowa on the road. And I was going to assume they were going to try to keep those Similar, even though Iowa's on the road, uh, far and away, the best option seemed to be, I hope Minnesota falls off that schedule because the Gophers have a lot of talent. Yeah, Rashad Bateman, I don't even know if he's trying to get back in. A bunch of Big Ten players who uh, opted out or are now opting back in, and Bateman was one of those guys who opted out. He's first-round pick or receiver. Uh, even if he you know, doesn't come back, there's a bunch of really good players and they're they're kind of feeling themselves and they're building something there and they're better than Iowa they're better than Northwestern and if you want to go on the road to Iowa do it in a year where there's no fans and that's just like check it off the list don't have to go to Iowa for another like five six years and the year you did it there was no fans because dear god going to Kinnick with fans is not something any team wants to do so that was the first thing I was looking for is like all right which of the three, Iowa, Northwestern, Minnesota, is going to get dropped off? Hoping for Minnesota, and of course, it is Minnesota off the schedule. First good break there, right? That's that's break number one. I appreciated that when the the whole thing came out. I was like, great, no Minnesota. That that you know evens the odds a little bit. Not that I don't think Michigan State could have beat Minnesota, but they are the best. Of those three teams, especially in a year where like they've got a bunch of guys coming back from a really good team. Michigan State's got nobody coming back from an average team, right? 
So you kind of want to play teams that are in similar boats to you. Okay, so you lose Minnesota next. And I swear to God, I was having a text conversation uh, <laughs> the night before the release. Friday night, once because uh, the Big Ten tweeted out, like, or Fox tweeted out, like, hey, big noon Saturday, Big Ten schedule. And I was texting with someone. And I don't remember if I said it or they said it. I'm not going to go check my text messages. But I was just like, the only thing I want is Rutgers week one. <laughs> just like, let's let's get the Mel Tucker era started the right way. Rutgers week one. And wouldn't you know it, Rutgers week one. October 24th at Spartan Stadium. Nobody in the crowd except for family and friends. The Rutgers Scarlet Knights restart the Greg Schiano era. Come into town and... Holy crap, there's too much at stake on that game. Uh, that's a must. It's not a must win. It is kind of, though. Imagine. Mel Tucker's first game at Michigan State at home, hosting Rutgers, a team that Michigan State has not lost to in men's basketball or football since Rutgers joined the conference. Lowly Rutgers. The laughing stock of the conference, cellar dwellers, just you go three and nine, but you still beat Rutgers by 40. That's how bad they are. Rutgers comes to town with Greg Schiano and their roster with 19 legitimate power five football players, and they beat Mel Tucker's Michigan State team week one. Dear God, there's not a worse way for his era to start. Pandemic. <laughs> No recruiting on campus, no spring practice, no recruiting gets extended, season's off, season's on, what is going on, now we're playing Rutgers week one, lose to Rutgers. Like, if I came up to you when Mel Tucker was hired and laid that out for you, the odds would have been completely astronomical off the board. A million to one. (laughs) Might even be more. Somebody who's better at math, figure out those odds. Yeah, that's it'll be great. Hopefully, there's some competent football. I have faith in Michigan State to put out a competent product and just be able to get through uh, a team that they are more talented than in, in week one in Rutgers. But holy crap, don't lose that game. Please don't lose that game. All right, we'll get into the rest of the schedule here uh, after a quick break. But first... A word from the fine folks at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, but you already knew that, and it's a new and improved formula. If you haven't tried it yet, what are you even waiting for? They've got six new flavors, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, apple, almond crisp, just banger after banger after banger. Great flavors. 12 original flavors as well adds up to 18 amazing flavored flavors. Flavored? Flavors. 18 amazing flavors. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're super delicious. They're soft and easy to chew. And like we've been telling you, they are the best tasting protein bar you're going to find. And they're still healthy. They're healthy. For example, peanut butter bar. 19 grams of protein. That's more than you're going to get in most other bars. 180 calories. That's like half of the calories you're going to find in a regular protein bar. 5 grams of sugar way less like go honestly go grab the the protein bar or whatever in your closet right now or next time you're in the store just look at the ones that you pick one 
it's, you're going to laugh at how much sugar is in there. So just five grams of sugar in a built bar and five grams of net carbs. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for a keto diet, great for any diet. And right now, our promo code has been reset for this relaunch. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKDOWN, you'll get $10 off your next order. That's promo code LOCKDOWN for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. So some of you may know or not know, but I did like 200-something shows by myself, solo hosted for, I don't know, 14 months or so before I brought Matt on. I'm so glad I brought Matt on. Dear God, is it weird just talking to yourself? I, I remember when I first started doing the show, I did I had to record a, a minute teaser of what the, the podcast was going to be about right when they first hired me. And I sat in a room with a microphone, I turned it on, and that's it. I just sat there. I was like, I don't even know what to do. What? And then I had to figure out quickly uh, how to have a conversation with myself and just imagine like I'm actually talking to one of you. Super weird. Haven't done it in a long time. Don't want to do it that much anymore. So don't tell Matt this, but I'm secretly really glad that he's been hosting this show with me. Don't tell him. Okay. So the rest of the schedule. Uh, The other thing that's going to jump out immediately, a lot of people uh, were mentioning it. By the way, (laughs) Nebraska fans. Oh, let's kick them out of the conference. Honestly, swap Nebraska, get West Virginia in here. Get them out of here. They spend the, they're filing lawsuits. Their fans are screaming and crying and complaining because they can't watch their beloved Cornhuskers miss another bowl game in the Scott Frost era. Just be a total disaster. And they whine and they whine and they whine and they get football back. The schedule comes out. And they say it's too hard. No, that's too hard. We don't want to play Ohio State off the first jump. I hope. I hope the Big Ten put Ohio State on their schedule week one just because they were so annoying throughout the entire process. That cracked me up. Screaming, crying, whining for football. You get football, and then you start screaming, whining, and crying about your schedule, which like changed very little. Sorry you lost Rutgers. Big bummer. You're still going to go three and five. So shut up. And Michigan fans, we're doing it a little bit, but not as bad. Like they got, Michigan's got a tough schedule. Uh, They might go four and four. But speaking of Michigan, going to Ann Arbor, week two, not terrible. I mean, they're breaking in a new starting quarterback, a lot of new players. I'm not overly hopeful that Michigan State is going to be able to beat Michigan because there's still a lot of really talented players there. In Ann Arbor, but I guess I'd rather get that out of the way quicker. Um, maybe you have a better shot at an upset. I really, we don't know until I guess we see both these teams play Week One. Kind of what that, what both offenses look like, really, and what the Michigan State defense looks like because they'll be retooling some things there. Although I think they'll eventually be fine on that side of the ball. But that game gets moved up Halloween night in Ann Arbor. And yeah, it's two two games, two years in a row in Ann Arbor. Kind of a bummer, but. I'd rather it be that than the other way because the next game with fans will be in East Lansing. It would suck to play them in East Lansing this year, no fans, and then go back to Ann Arbor. And so you got two, the games that have fans, two in a row would have been Ann Arbor. You got fans in Ann Arbor last year, no fans in East Lansing, fans in Ann Arbor in 2021. And now this is going to sort of reset it. And now it's flipped with Ohio State and Michigan. We talked about this a while back, but. Big fan of that. Every year at home, you're going to have either um, Ohio State or Michigan every single year, and then you're going to have Michigan-Penn State on the same schedule. So that'll be you know 
nice there. Uh, travel to Iowa after that at Kinnick. No fans. Big fan of that. Uh, big one. Big swing game. Hosting Indiana uh, November 14th. If Michigan State's going to get to four regular season wins, they're going to have to get two of three. I mean, you got to beat Rutgers. you got to beat Maryland uh, on the road, both certainly within the realm of possibility. But then you got uh, this nice middle-of-the-season stretch. At Iowa, home Indiana, at Maryland, home Northwestern. You don't have to sweep that, but you got to get three of those four. You got to get three of those four. You beat Rutgers to start the season. You get three of the four in the middle of the season. And honestly, like you say, you lose to Michigan, you lose to Iowa, and then you win three straight there. You're four and two going into the final two game stretch. You're kind of feeling okay about it. Like the season's like, yeah, this is a success. It's not what you want year in and year out. And the standard's going to change next year. And the standard the year after that is going to be you better be competing for the Big Ten title by year three. You don't have to necessarily win it, but you need to get up to nine, ten wins by year three. The standard this year, look competent, beat the teams you're supposed to beat, beat a team you're not supposed to beat, improve throughout the uh, in, throughout the year, understand the schemes, this, that, and the other. We talked about it uh, last week. The biggest thing I'm looking for is like, all right, I feel like at the end of the season, if I can look back and say, I see what they're doing, I like what they're doing, they're learning the scheme, I like the schemes, it makes sense. I see the foundation. That's the big thing I'm looking for. But if you want like a win-loss thing, if you want them to go 4-4 four and four in this regular season, and then you get uh, Purdue or Nebraska, one of those teams in the ninth game, and, and try to go 5-4, and four, which would be like results from a results standpoint, which would be, would be fantastic, you got to get three of those. You beat Rutgers. You get three of Iowa, Indiana, Maryland, Northwestern. I think you can get Maryland. I think you can get Northwestern. I'm pretty sure you'll get Maryland. I think you can get Northwestern. Then it's Iowa and Indiana. Kind of two games where you're like, all right, they got a 30, 35% chance of winning this. Can they get there? Maybe. Then you host Ohio State. You take your beating. You move on. You go to Penn State. You probably lose there (laughs) in December 12th. And then you get your week nine game against uh, whoever it may be, December 19th. I'm super interested to see how that plays out mid to late December, week before Christmas, December 19th, or six days before Christmas. Who knows what's going to be going on with the bowl season this year? An extra game. I mean, is it going to be in the, if it's in East Lansing? They said they're like exploring interesting sites. Maybe it's the dome stadiums. Maybe yeah, they got you know two teams or four teams go here, four teams go here, four teams go there. Four teams go out to Syracuse, whatever it is. Uh, I suggest the Uperdome, right? Wouldn't that be great? Michigan State, Nebraska, the Uperdome. That thing would sell out. They don't have, well, they might have some COVID up there now. For a while, the UP was crushing with COVID. And honestly, by December, they might be back down to a place where you could get some fans in the stands there. They have different rules <laughs> up there. But God, I, I want the Uperdome so bad for that extra game. So, Super interested to see how that goes. Mid-December, Midwest weather, we know how it can be. Hopefully it's wherever they Michigan State plays, it's not 7 degrees and raining ice because that happens all the time. Uh, so, yeah, nothing, you know, we didn't expect anything crazy to happen with this schedule. Michigan getting moved up caught a lot of eyes. Not a big deal for me. Rutgers, I love having them week one. It's uh, It's not much reward but it's a lot of risk but it doesn't seem like much risk if that makes sense like it could go bad 
real quick if, if Michigan State loses that game, but I don't think they're going to. So I, I like having it early, right? In a preseason-type game, <laughs> you need it. Uh, Bill Connolly, one last thing here, and then we'll get to Matt. Bill Connolly at ESPN does, uh, if you don't know Bill, he does SP+, Advanced Metrics, tons of really great work. Really digging into what makes football teams good at the college level and then measures it. And he's got Michigan State through SP Plus projected for 3.2 wins, which I think is fair. And you're like, 3.2? That's weird. Well, quick explainer. So Michigan State playing Rutgers. Say Michigan State has an 80% chance of beating Rutgers. They get credit for 0.8 wins there. So like Ohio State... They've got eight games. They're projected for 7.1 wins. And so it's like, who's Ohio State going to lose to 7.1? Like, no, they're actually projected to win every game, but they just it eventually all adds up to 7.1. So Michigan State, for their eight games, adds up to 3.2 wins. So I think 4-4 four and four in the regular season is, I, I don't see them getting to 5-3, and three, but I think 4-4 four and four is the best reasonable answer. Could they get to 5-3? and three? Yeah. Could they get to six and two? Probably not, but I guess it's not the craziest thing ever. Like there's like a one percent chance of that, 05 percent chance of that, six and two or better. But I think five and three is unrealistic. Four and four is the best realistic shot, and then you can definitely Michigan State can beat that team, whoever it is. Uh, they should probably be favored uh, in the crossover game because the East is better than the West for Game 9. So, yeah, I, I think 5-4 and four is a, a good result that is squarely on the table. I would think 4-5 and five is the most likely, whether they go 4-4 four and four, then lose the game, or 3-5 and five and win the ninth game. 4-5, and five, if I had to bet, I would put the, that as the best odds, but 5-4 and four is probably right there, and then you go down to 3-6, and six, and then... Probably two and seven, then back up to six and three or something like that. Uh, yeah, not likely to happen once you get uh, up to those good results. So, all right, put a pin in that. We'll, like I said, come back to that when Matt gets back and get his thoughts on it and have some more fun. Probably just make fun of Nebraska fans uh, a ton more. So, all right, Matt's going to be in here next segment with his buddies. I think it's with his buddies. It might be solo. He told me he was with friends. I haven't listened to this. I'm going to listen to it. After I get done recording and then edit it, I haven't listened to it yet. All right, we'll do that here in a sec. But first, a word from Home Field. Home Field Apparel makes incredibly comfortable, officially licensed collegiate apparel. They are the number one go-to vintage collegiate athletic apparel maker in the world. I don't know if that's statistically true, but they're my number one. They're my favorite, and they have the absolute best gear like you won't find it anywhere else they they go through old programs and yearbooks and find these old logos and marks and things from the 60s and 50s and 70s and they're so cool and then they make shirts and, and sweatshirts with them it's it's fantastic you need to go check it out homefieldapparel.com and it's not just msu they've got central michigan eastern western northern grand valley ferris wayne state udm hope uh are there other schools in michigan tons of schools so you can go check it out. They just dropped their vintage MSU line uh, on August 1st. Matt and I got a couple shirts from it. We absolutely love them. They're comfortable shirts. They look cool. They are great. And right now you can get 20% off your first purchase of Homefield Apparel gear at homefieldapparel.com with code ONSPARTANS. That's homefieldapparel.com, 
Promo code ONSPARTANS to get 20% off your first purchase. Go to homefieldapparel.com. Folks, uh, who knows if Will is going to prove this, but it is a false Saturday, and uh, that means a few things. One, uh, drink a lot of beer. All right, check. Uh, two, fantastic weather, crisp air, check. Three, football at East Lansing. Not check, but guys, I am joined by my fellow tailgating friends, Dave Ostergaard, Matt Morrow, and my brother John. Dave, how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Matt Morrow, how are you doing? I'm okay. John, no one cares about you. All right, so what we're going to do <laughs> is we're going to go around this table right here as we've been drinking for the better part of roughly 12 hours at this point. Yes. We're going to go through what we are going to miss about the MSU game day experience. Now, we did this with Colton Pouncey of The Athletic last week as a reporter. We are not reporters. We are degenerates over here. So what we're going to do is the niche things us MSU fans are going to miss about the tailgating slash game day experience as we are not allowed on campus this year because, well, COVID. So, Dave, start us off. Why don't Dave, you, you have a face for TV. Why are you doing a podcast right now? This, this is outrageous. I just, I just want a podcast. That's okay. All, all right. Do. All right. Dave's trying to cast. All right. Dave, welcome to your all debut. Right. Go so for it. Crack it open. Right Crack it open, Dave. Okay. This is a no, like, ranking. This is just how I thought of them. Sure. My first one. Sneaking Baileys into cold games and pouring mm. them into hot coffee or hot chocolate in the bathroom. Talk to me. Talk to me. I so mean, what I is what is it. the method in the bathroom? Like, are, are you are you jostling it by your, your junk at the trough? Like, what, what, what are you doing no, I'm here? Going into the stall. Okay. Reaching into my long sock. Sure. Pulling out the Baileys. Sure. And then pouring the coffee or, or hot chocolate into the toilet so it kind of sounds like I'm peeing. Yeah. And then pouring the Baileys in. And then, yeah, it's, and that's then a strong done. play. This is because you can't just do it while you're waiting in line at the concessions or really in the stands. It depends how inebriated you are, I guess. But I mean, it, yes. No, that, that's a strong play. That's a strong number one. I just Marl. I miss it. <laughs> oh God, I'm up. All right. Yeah, it better up, baby. All right, Let's all go. Right, all right. Well, I miss getting hammered and just making best friends with somebody for about five minutes, yes. and then you completely forget about God, it. Yeah. yeah. No. So one guy. Yeah. We talked about he, he was writing a gambling book. Mm. Yeah, and he told me he was he was two chapters deep, mm. and uh, he gave me his email address, and he was going to send me this gambling book. How, how's the book? Is it okay? I didn't email him. His wife was trying to pull him away from me. As, <laughs> as one does. No, sure. Yeah, she didn't. <laughs> she did not approve of that. Okay, <laughs> she didn't like it at all. <laughs> So I had Porter John Banter written down, so I feel oh, like that's very close. That's so close. I'm, I'm going to go ahead with um, the tales all this time. Every week saying that I'm going to take an easy. Like, this is a tailgate. I'm going to take an easy. Yeah, I'm not going to go extreme. And then within 45 minutes, I've had five beers, two seltzers, and a shot of fireball. That's that's what I'm going to miss out the tailgating experience. And usually it hits by, like, week three. Because after the first two weeks, I'm like... Wow, I've really tied one on after the first two weeks. Like this is not this is this is not how an adult should live life. <laughs> and then by week three, I'm just a, a, annihilated by kickoff. A tale as old as time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> all right. Wow, so, I'm sorry. We we, we we all look at John, and John just gave a stern point to Dave. That is Dave's time to go. <laughs> all right, having none of it. Next on my list, the first game in either late August or early September, like a night game, maybe. Sure. And you can wear shorts and a t-shirt. And then when it gets nighttime and it's not cold and you can still be fine in shorts and a t-shirt because there are those games in the fall yeah. where it's nice and sunny and the second the sun yeah. is not shining in the stadium, you are freezing. Are you a sun guy? 
<laughs> I think oh, yeah. everyone's a sun guy. Yes, are, are you, you, you pro-sun? <laughs> yeah. Talk about it. I have, I have sun 2020 in my lawn. Wow. That's strong. Well, hey, we're not a political podcast, but okay, if you're going to go down that road, then no. Wait, sun 2020 is being political? Well, yeah. <laughs> not oh. political. Folks, I'm sorry. Yeah. That was there, too political. There goes the sponsors. All right, fine. That's fine. my bad. All right, Mauro. All right, Super Mario. Yeah, can I do a throwback? Please do. Yeah. All right, I'm so, begging you to. Well, yeah, no, no. So the old uh, losing cell phone service. Oh, yeah. wow, that's a throwback. Yeah, for sure. so everyone's like, oh, we're at the tennis courts tailgating. Like, come meet us. And you like walk down there with a case of beer, mm-hmm. and then you see one person you know, and you're like, well, yeah. I'm gonna hang out with you for a minute. Sure. And then you yeah. walk around and you're carrying this case of beer. Yeah. Which is lukewarm. Like Which is lukewarm yeah. at that point. Yeah. And then you get a call. Somebody finally gets service and they're like, oh, we're at Rick's. It's the only place yeah. you can find a spot. It's and like the like, second quarter at this point, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, well, what am I going to do with this case of beer? I I drink it. I'm going to drink this 60 <laughs> degree know, case I'm of beer. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of beer. I mean, I can drink. Yeah. I'm going to post up at the tennis course and drink a case of 60 degree beer. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's what happen. we're gonna miss. Let's, the be real, let's be realistic. It's not gonna I got a quick one. I, sure. I have a quick one for, for my segment. The Deja Vu banner. Mm. The mm. MSU games don't count oh. until you see the Deja Vu banner flying oh. overhead oh. as Saturday, roughly 10 30 a.m. That's every day. That's awfully spot on, though. It's, uh, the the yeah. game doesn't, if, if you don't see that flag or the banner, it, it, the game doesn't count. It doesn't happen. No. It doesn't count. No, of course not. John, thoughts? I have a wholesome one. Oh, oh yes. whoa! Oh, he's got one. Whoa! First one. We're awesome. John, welcome to the show. My one of my favorite moments about the MSU tailgating experience is giving the cans directly hand to hand handoff to the people that are collecting cans, sure. as opposed to throwing it at them. Like, what else? <laughs> you, what else you I, do? I've done it all. I've thrown it at them. <laughs> I've poured out my empty beer on them, and then I gave it to them. You did not. I have punted it at them. Sure. I've told sure. them, "Hey, you want this can? Go get it." And then I throw sure. it away. Yeah. As one does. The best. The best is giving it to them, looking them in the eye, and say. Sir, here's your ten cents. <laughs> Go save the world. <laughs> you yes. you've, never, you've never said that before. I, I've got a life. hard time believing that verbatim you've said any of those words. <laughs> I have me said maybe. I have Actually. done all of those things multiple times. <laughs> okay, sure. And it just warms your heart yeah. to just give that guy a can. Mm-hmm. Why did we And that's him? it. And that's high school teacher John. Uh, all right, Dave, we're, we're back to you. That, that's, that's leader of today's youth, John, chiming in. Thank you, right. John. Wow. Good thing you teach math. All right. I guess I have to follow that. Uh, I'm next on my list. Going to tailgates that aren't yours and eating their amazing food. Oh, Let's go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mood city. I mean, come on. And the people that have, like... Not necessarily catered, but I mean, right. it's not just like chips and dip and stuff. It's like 
crockpots everywhere. Yeah. And you're just like, I don't know a single person <laughs> yeah. in here, but this food is oh, no. amazing. They've been there for 20 years. And yeah. They've been making the same damn food. It's the same eight people who go <laughs> yeah. to their tailgates, except for one Saturday, it's the ninth person, it's Dave. Just Dave. Dave. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, Shalom. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Who is <laughs> nice this guy? <laughs> but he's really friendly. Yeah. <laughs> Striping joke. Morrow. Uh, do you have a third or no? Or, I, I think I do. Yeah. So go the for thing it. is, when you're watching, so when you're tailgating outside and you're watching the game on the TV, sure. like in the tailgates, you hear the the crowd from Spartan Stadium react mm. before you see what happens on the TV. Mm-hmm. It just it just gives you chills. That's sure. a very serious one, not as fun, but. <laughs> No, that's there's great nothing, one, there's there's nothing better than the little like 15 second TV delay. Like, what's like, what's, like, what's going to happen? Yeah. Is it a touchdown? Or is it a long first down? Was it a pick six against MSU? Did, did Rocky Lombardi just throw his fourth <laughs> yeah. interception in the first half? Oh, like, what's going on here? Or like you, know, you you leave the stadium early because it's a blowout and you're walking away, but we're still pouring it on and you just oh, hear yeah. the cheering. Oh, oh man, oh. that that goes hard. Yeah, that goes hard. Good. Do you have another one? Yeah, but my I got two more. My my third and final one. I'm gonna go. Go with got two more third and final one. So no, this is my third, third final one, and then this will be an fourth. honorable mention. <laughs> right, yeah, 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 that's good. I like is that. that in November? It's like a nineteen degree day, and uh, John, this has to do with you as well. He, you, you are you are married uh, against all odds. Um, <laughs> our wives love low key, love nothing more than to judge every co-ed that they pass on the way to the tailgate. Oh, it could be a, a nineteen degree absolutely. day, but they will be wearing a cubic foot of clothing. Like oh, they'll be and, wearing, yeah. Oh, the, the, the long jersey with sure. Yeah. The, the long jerseys yeah. with uh, like, seemingly no pants, but is this what I did in college? Um, sure, yeah, it's <laughs> I, classic kids these days. But like the wise will do everything short of calling them whores every single day on mm. campus. Yeah, uh, they like to think it's like, well, I'm just looking out for their health. Like, how can you dress this? That's true, but yeah. like you're like, worried. at that point, you're a dad, and you're like, well, I, I, I don't care. It is what it is. I dress yeah. how you want, whatever. But like just watching the banter of like that. That's what she's wearing. <laughs> That's what they're gonna go to the game in. Like, whatever, fine. The honorable mention that I had, though, All right. and this yeah. is very niche, and this why I didn't have it in my top How three. How niche? But it's my podcast. Okay, so I get the fourth. <laughs> it only happens one day a year. Sure, but it's when Michigan gets their cheeks clapped mm. against Ohio State. Mm. The atmosphere of the MSU tailgate, which usually is against like Rutgers or Maryland or yeah. something. like that. Raucous atmosphere for for that tailgate. That is a popping pop popping tailgate <laughs> when that goes down. Yes, that pops every single time. John, oh, oh John, John's got his hand up. John's got, got his hand up. John's, 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 John's back. I, I do have one more. This yeah. relates to absolutely nobody, but okay. it is a very true story. It was a tailgate. Okay, okay. It was a tailgate. It was about 95 degrees out. It's a beautiful day outside. I went to, waited along in line, went to the bathroom in the Porta John. Mm. The Porta John is yeah. even hotter than outside. Sure, oh, absolutely. I took off my hoodie in the mm. Porta John. Why are you wearing a hoodie in 95 degree weather? Can we talk about that? No, that's like, no, carry honestly, on, carry on. I'm sorry. That's Go such on. a I'm good sorry. question. I don't no, have an answer. That's a good question. I thought it was fair. I thought it was fair. I, I really don't have an answer for you, but I took off the hoodie in the Porta John and I put it next to the toilet Please. in the Porta John. No. And then I obviously went about my day. About two hours later, oh no, no. I realized that I left my hoodie in the Porta John. Porta John hoodie. And my wife told me it's lost. And I said, we're going to go find out. 
Stop it. <laughs> Did it have blue sludge on it? Do you remember this? I this have no recollection of this. Zero recollection of this. Um, oh, I don't put this past you. There is a line of about 40 people, and I throw my hands up in the air in front of those 40 people and I say, I, I just got to check this port john I go in there. Oh my god. I probably assume it's a phone. Hoodie is there. You animal. You're an animal. You're an animal. I got the hoodie back. Do you still have it? The game got chilly later. Yeah. <gasps> oh, no! No! No, you... No. COVID yeah. patient zero. You're COVID patient zero. That's bad. You guys have been in a chilly Spartan stadium. Yeah. You oh, have yeah. to put on a hoodie. You have in to. the third quarter, that hoodie was on. You didn't have an option. And I gotta tell you, it was so worth it. I'm so glad that the hoodie was still there. Wait, Good. follow up? Portageon hoodie. Do Good. you still own that hoodie? Yes. Did you throw it up? You still... How many times did you wash it before you wore it? Do you think about that every single time when you wear it? I just thought about it, like, right now. But right. Like, so, no, he doesn't think about it. God, Why, every time I'd look at that hoodie, I'd be like, yeah, that's that's the portage That hoodie. is blue sludge hoodie. Yeah. That is blue sludge hoodie. <laughs> so gross. I, <laughs> oh, Dave, wow, Dave, 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 it's a Jump quick in. one. Sure, go on. Peeing in a pig trough. Let's go. I Ooh. mean, that's all-time clock. That's, I mean, that's how, that's how you know it's game day. So, as a thesis, Dave's gonna miss pissing in a pig trough, John's gonna miss putting on blue sludge-covered hoodies. Yes. And throwing cans at people. And, and throwing no, cans I, I, at people. Hand I, on hand, giving it to them. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Like, yeah. looking them Shaking in the eye. Their hand, yeah, just like a <laughs> Thank nice... Thank you for taking my mm-hmm. can. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I did not dump this beer on you uh, this time around. I actually give this to you, because uh, I'm a gentleman and a scholar. Uh, Alright, so yeah, John's gonna miss putting on hoodies in the Porta John. Dave's just gonna miss peeing. Uh, Morrow, you're just gonna miss life in I general. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to miss. I'm just going to apparently miss my wife calling everyone <laughs> essentially whores um, outside of Spartan Stadium. So. My wife. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, Locked on Spartans. Who knows if this will ever see the light of day. We'll uh, leave that up to Will. All right. See you guys. Thank you. <laughs> I'd say that went about as expected. Yeah? Yeah. Great. All right. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of Locked on Spartans. We'll be back tomorrow. Me and Matt reunited. Reunited and it feels so good. Yeah, it's it's going to be fun. We'll get his thoughts on schedule and uh, yeah, just go from there. Thanks so much for listening. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you tomorrow. Go Green.